The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside, begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called a blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go on your way. Your faith has saved you. Immediately he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Question. Does God like good people better than bad people? Answer. The lost sheep. Jesus leaves 99 good sheep, 99 righteous sheep, to go after the rebel, the one who says, I'll just do whatever I think I want to do. And then Jesus throws a party. And that's what the Bible is. The Bible are answers to our questions. We just ask to ask the right questions. So today, in today's gospel, my question is this. Why is Jesus in Jericho? Is there not an easier way to get from Galilee to Jerusalem? Isn't there a straight shot? Sure there is. And it's a wonderful way to go. There are banana trees, lots of people, hospitality. People would love to see the Lord. He would get there a lot faster. But no, Jesus goes the long way, goes all the way around, goes into the Jordan Desert. There's no food, no hospitality or houses there. It's very dangerous in the desert. Why does he go way out of his way? Answer? For one person. The blind man, Jericho, needs the Lord. Now, this is not the first time that Jesus goes way out of his way for one person. So Jesus gets all the disciples into the boat, they cross to the other side of, of, the, of the Sea of Galilee, and there's a great storm. After they finally get to the other side, there is this guy that is possessed by a legion of demons that comes out of the tombs in the, of, the, of the cemetery. Arr! It's like something out of Michael Jackson's The Thriller. So the devils in this legion request Jesus to, to send them and cast them out into the swine. We all know the story. The, the swine then run off the cliff, and they end up drowning in the abyss. Now, in the Bible, the abyss 
is a prison. It's devil penitentiary. So, see, the devils think they're outsmarting Jesus, right? They think that they're going to be just roaming around free, right? Not really. So now you have the herdsmen who are now unemployed, so they have nothing else to do, but they go back into the city to report what happened. So everybody in the city now comes out to see what happens, and they ask Jesus to leave, to leave their district, get out. So Jesus gets in a boat and crosses back over to the, to the, uh, the Sea of Galilee, to the other side. So this is my question. Why is he doing that? He just got there. He just got there. I mean, does Jesus always listen to everybody's requests? Does Jesus listen to the synagogue leader when, when, uh, when, they, when he says to him, you, you, can't, you can't cure anybody on the Sabbath? I don't think so. Does Jesus listen to the Pharisees and the Sadducees when they say you can't eat with tax collectors and sinners? Does he take that advice up? No, I don't think so. Does Jesus listen to the crowd when they say that the, the girl is dead, don't bother him anymore, there's nothing else he can do? Does he listen to them? No. So why is he leaving? He just got there. Answer? He finished what he came to do. He says, he finished? He just helped one guy. He tells the one guy, you stay and tell the people what God did for you. And Jesus leaves. Well, sometime later he returns, sends the disciples back into the boat, and there's another storm. They get to the other side, and then when he gets there and Jesus gets out of the boat, the people recognize him. They believe him, and they, they take their sick and they bring it to him. Ten cities, the Decapolis, the ten cities, of pagan cities, of people are now believing and bringing their people and trying to hear the word of the Lord. What? Are you kidding? Where do they all come from? How did they all? They have the same people that throw them out. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. One person. Ten cities. Let me digress a little bit. My confrere, a priest friend of mine, is a Shakespearean scholar, and he wrote a book in the Barb. And in Cambridge, they interviewed him in a newspaper about the book. And the, the, uh, the interviewer asked my confrere, he says, how come you like Shakespeare so much? And my friend said, oh, if I could just write one sentence, one sentence like Shakespeare, I would consider my entire life an absolute success. In the same way, if you ask me why I ever got ordained, then I would tell you, oh, if I could just bring one person, one person to Christ, I would consider my entire life an absolute success. And this guy converts ten cities, pagan cities. One person. And you might say, you are one person. You are one person person. You say, yeah, yeah, but I'm different. I don't have a great track record. I don't have a good past. Neither did this guy. You say, I, I don't know anything. I'm not, I'm not a theologian. I'm not an ordained priest, a bishop, or a cardinal. What can I do? Neither was this guy. Jesus goes out of his way for you. 
because one person makes a big difference.